Welcome back once again to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I kind of left our listeners on a cliffhanger yesterday, and I apologize about that, but we will rectify that situation. I am going to complete my answer to a phenomenal question that I was asked recently by an eight-year-old. A young lady named Kimber, all the way out in Colorado, asked me a very good question. She asked this, how did you, and this is probably a really good question considering me and who I am, she said, how did you become the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated? And when you consider that this ministry, over eight decades old, such a rich legacy, Really? That's a great question, and I'd love to tell you how God put everything together. We are in the middle of our question and answer week here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I hope you'll stick around. We are going to dive back into this question in just a moment, but before we do that, let me mention this gospel track. I would be remiss if I did not state the reason for this broadcast even existing. Of course, it's part of the evangelistic outreach of our ministry. We love to tell people about Jesus. And that's why we are so thankful and so proud of the fact, so privileged that people have gotten saved. Really, multiple people have gotten saved over these past few months in the last year. And I'm so very happy to state that God is still alive and well, and he still works through gospel tracks, and he still works through our radio program as well. And so, this gospel track that I have in my hand is called, Will You Live Forever? It's been recently redesigned by our operations manager, Austin Marriott, and you can find it at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. Just search for, Will You Live Forever? That's a heavy question. That's a weighty question. And maybe you know someone that doesn't have the right answer to that question. Maybe you yourself. Maybe you'd like to find out what the Bible says about living forever. Visit BibleTracksInc.org today to get your gospel tracks for free. Now, if you have a question for me, as we are, as I mentioned, in the middle of a question and answer week here on the Bible Tract Echoes program, if you have a question for me, just text me. 309-316-7240. I'll give you the number one more time. 309-316-7240. Now, for the sake of this young lady named Kimber in Colorado and her question, how did you, Mike McCurry, become the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated? We need to cover very quickly some things I left out yesterday, some things that probably brought questions to your mind. So to recap, give, let me give you the context shortly. In short, I had the privilege of serving as the associate pastor at the First Baptist Church of Kenmore in Akron, Ohio, under a good man named Pastor Joe Grimaldi for over five years. While we were there, God did such a work in our heart, we got to minister with so many great people, got to see dozens and really hundreds of people come to know Christ. It was such a great experience. About three and a half, four years into our time there, God began to work on my heart and to kind of stir up the nest. I knew there was something that God was going to move us on to, and Pastor Grimaldi was so very supportive. I've always had a great burden for church planting, for instance. I grew up 
growing up in a military household, we moved a lot. And so we were in a lot of different church plants, a lot of military bases where there was a lot of turnover and things. And we were in churches that were very new, some just a year old, some a couple of years old. And I always had a burden for planting churches. You could take a dart out and throw it at a world atlas and anywhere you hit besides the ocean, probably there's probably a good chance that there is a church needed in that area, a good gospel preaching church. And so God was working in my heart that way. And I could not seem to get peace about being a pastor, planting a church. And so I was banging my head against the wall, figuratively speaking, God, what do you want me to do? And all this time, the idea, the concept of evangelism, itinerant preaching, it was something that I was not opposed to. I was not uh, less than surrendered to, not yielded to. It was just something that was kind of on the back burner. I would be more than happy to do it. I just never really strongly considered it. And through the process of time and God just bringing things across my mind, God settled in my heart and in our family that evangelism was the way to go. Let me pause here for just a moment. Around the time that God begins to work in my heart and my wife's heart, and we know there's something beyond the four walls of the church there in Akron, Ohio, some ministry that God wants us to go forward with and supported by Pastor Grimaldi, my wife began to have some health struggles. We found out that uh, in April of, let's see, 2018, that she was with child, that we were going to have our second baby. We had one girl already named Emmy, and we found out very quickly that we would have another girl who would become known as Lucy Lou, Lucy Louise McCurry. We're so very thankful for them and what God has blessed us with in that way. But around that time as well, she started to have issues with her legs. My wife did some numbness, some tingling, some loss of sensation, some weakness and things like that. And many of you that are listening probably deal with something called restless leg syndrome. And you know what I'm talking about. And you can commiserate, you can identify with how irritating at times, how frustrating, how painful that can be. And the doctors thought maybe it was something like that. Well, it wasn't that. And they said that, okay, well, you're with child, you are pregnant. And so maybe it has something to do with just the hormones and things that come along with all of that. And it started to get worse and worse the further along in the pregnancy she went. And I'll be honest with you, I can forgive the doctors for thinking that it was completely pregnancy related. I'll be honest with you, they probably didn't do as much due diligence. And I guess you could say that maybe we did not force them to do as much due diligence as they should have. But it got worse and worse to the point that she was barely able to walk by the time she had our little girl on December 28th of 2018. That we were told by the doctors that it would get immediately better as soon as she delivered the child. Well, three days later, that was not the case. On December 31st of 2018, my wife couldn't walk. At the time, we had a two-story home, and she was not able to get up the stairs. It was absolutely heart-rending to see and to experience. We have a three-day-old child. My, I believe it was my mother-in-law was in town helping us with a new baby and all of these things. And we're so very thankful for the encouragement and help we got from the church and from family. But this was a serious situation. Honestly, her legs had gotten worse. We went to the, and yes, all of this has to do with the question, how did I become the director at Bible Tracks? Long story, but we went to the ER 
And this is a little bit of a joke, trying to find some humor in a bad situation. But we got there at 7 p.m. on December 31st. And so thankfully, here's the joke, we beat all of the drunks to the ER. Of course, it's New Year's Eve. That means the ER is overstocked with doctors. They are ready for the rush. And we got there before the rush of all the knuckleheads that were out partying and wrecking their vehicles and things. And so God gave us the exact ER doctor that we should have. And he took one look and ran some tests and did some things. And I think God maybe even led him in the right direction, but I think he identified very quickly what the issue was. He got an MRI to confirm it. And at 11.48 on December 31st, 12 minutes to midnight, I remember very distinctly, I was holding my three-day-old child because uh, she had to nurse and all these different types of things. And so we had her with us at the ER. I don't recommend that, but we had her with us at the ER. And we got to find out, I say got to as if it was a privilege, we found out that my wife had a seven-inch tumor wrapped around her spine. Now, I'll fast forward for time's sake. What this led to was a long time of recovery. And you could make the case that my wife is not truly recovered, though where she is now versus where she was two years ago, God, to God be the glory. He's done so many great things, and so many people have been an encouragement. But part of what God was doing was opening the door and very clearly opening the pathway for us to move back to Dwight, Illinois, near my in-laws. While God laid evangelism on my heart and I counseled with my pastor, Joe Grimaldi, he counseled us and other wise men counseled us, why don't you move back to Dwight, Illinois, be close to family. Micah, you can launch out into evangelism. You will live very close to the church. You'll have an opportunity for people to help your family if while you're on the road at times. Times. Maybe they can travel with you. We did not know the extent of what the recovery would be. Thankfully, my wife is able to travel with me a lot. But we made this decision and God gave us peace in June or July of 2019. Had a conversation with my pastor. I said, Pastor, I believe we need to move back to Dwight, Illinois. I'm going to launch out into evangelism. We had his full support. I'm going to give you six more months, Pastor. December 31st of 2019 will be our last day. Two days after I talked to him, I got a call from a friend. He said, are you thinking about a transition in ministry? I said, yeah. How did you know? He said, are you thinking about moving back to Illinois? I said, yeah. How did you know? Well, I believe it was God giving confirmation of his will. And so he said, I have a friend. I have some folks there at a ministry called Bible Tracks Incorporated. And to my shame, I had never heard of the ministry before that point. He said, they're looking for an office manager. I know based off our conversation here, my friend said, you're thinking about going into evangelism. Maybe you could travel on the weekends in evangelism, and maybe he was just kind of thinking out loud, maybe work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the office, and of course, your first year in evangelism, you're thinking it's going to be beans and rice and ramen noodles and kind of all of those things, not sure how it's going to go, stepping out by faith, and he said, why don't you talk to those folks? I'll speed everything up. Here's what happened. I had the privilege of sitting down with my predecessor, Pastor Mark Smith, and he said, I know you're here interviewing for this office manager position, but I think you should be the next director. After two and a half hours of interviewing and talking to him and just learning about the ministry, he said, I think you should be the director. I said, well, that's not what I was here to interview for, but I'll pray about it. And the board of directors very quickly came on board. They were looking for an evangelist type minister 
to come alongside as Pastor Mark Smith went back into the pasture in Pennsylvania, someone to take the reins of this ministry. And in short, that's how God led by God's people, by his will, by some clear direction. Miss Kimber, I want to thank you for the question. And for those of you that are listening, maybe this is the first time you've heard the story of how I came to be at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Maybe you're still thinking about my wife's health issues and all of those things. Can I say this? God has been so very good to us. We are exactly where God wants us to be. And can I please encourage you, find God's will for your life and do it. I am so very thankful that I have had that privilege and that opportunity. And I'm so very thankful that it includes Bible Tracks Incorporated. It's a storied history. It's a storied legacy of uh, what God has done through evangelist Paul Levine. I am so very thankful for the opportunity to serve. We are going to cover more than one question tomorrow. I promise. I appreciate your patience with me giving this long story. Thank you so very much for listening. Keep tuning in to this week of questions and answers on Bible Bible Tract Echoes. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188 Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.